luckily, in the history of humanity, nothing bad has ever happened from lighting hydrogen on fire. NASA hates fire because of the whole fire makes everybody die in space thing. Welcome back to Growing Up Punk, the podcast about punk rock and all of its friends. My name is David. Normally, I'm joined by my friend Aaron, but this is uh, another interview episode. So this is a little introduction before I get into the interview sort of thing. Uh, Coming up on this episode, I'm going to be chatting with Griffin from the band Will Met. They're out of Sleepy Hollow, Illinois. Griffin plays guitar in the band. Before we get into the interview, though, um, I just thought I'd let you know. Go find us on all of our social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, at GrowingPunkPod. You'll find mine and Aaron's uh, personal Instagrams and Twitters uh, linked there as well. You can find us on Facebook. You can also find us at our website, GrowingPunkPod.com. We've got blogs going on there and uh, all sorts of great stuff. You can also find us on YouTube, whether it's listening to the episodes or some of our vlogs that we've got uh, discussing, you know, whether it's record reviews or vinyl or vinyl collection, what what have you, it's all on there. uh, So you can find us there. This episode, like I said, chatting with Griffin from the band Will Met. Now they are on the verge of releasing their third EP, Uh, This one coming out, it's a self-titled EP on Mutant League Records. Uh, And in this conversation, in this interview, we talk about Griffin getting into punk rock, pop punk, that side of things, uh, and how, you know, some some of the music he's listened to, how it influenced making changes in playing guitar and the approach to that, and how, you know, sometimes sometimes you got to change things up a little bit. Uh, We also discuss, obviously, the new EP and it's coming together, their music video for their single Adderall, all sorts of great stuff in here. And towards the end of the episode... We also talk about uh, one of the albums that uh, influenced him the most, that being the album Everybody is Going to Heaven by Citizen. So that's coming up towards the end of of the episode here. Uh, Yeah, but before I let you go and get into the interview again, wherever you're listening to this, it's on all your favorite podcast apps. Rate, review, all that kind of stuff. Tell your friends, subscribe. You know the deal. Let's just get into the interview. It is Griffin from Wilmette. Um, so let's start, I guess, with, uh, I, let's go back to the beginning. Do you, can you remember when you kind of first got into punk rock, first got into any music of this sort? Yeah, um, I would say, I mean, I think I was into 
Before this, I was into kind of heavier stuff. I think that was like my first transition into music, actually. Um, I think at first it was like some like dad rock bands, like <laughs> Breaking Benjamin and like Three Days Grace and stuff like that. Um, but then I also liked Bowling for Soup, which is like my guilty pleasure. And I didn't let anyone else know because I thought that was like, for some reason at the time, embarrassing. I don't think it <laughs> is. I don't know. I was like 12. Yeah, yeah. And um, that's when I started like playing guitar too. Um, and then soon after that was like the huge like wave of pop punk bands coming in. Like, I don't know. It had to have been like between 2010 and 2012. Okay. So it was like, it was really starting to pick up. Um, and so that's probably when I got into all that stuff, probably starting with like, the first big one I got into was like Stories of Far. Right. And still one of my favorites. I actually, I don't listen to a lot of pop punk, to be honest, anymore. Mm. Um, but they still stick out to me. Totally. Because so, they, they, they have a little something different in them. But um, but yeah, go on. Where well, I was going to say, like, um, you, you still follow the story so far and kind of a little bit of their their sound progression. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, uh, if if they didn't change, I probably wouldn't like have liked them as much as I do. Right. I mean, even even their early stuff is not my favorite. I like, I think their second full length, okay. what you don't what you don't see, yeah. and then from then on, I just love all of their stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just interesting. They tried a lot of weird things that I I just like interesting stuff. That's kind of trying to break the mold even totally. if it doesn't always work yeah as long they're still trying you know so yeah well it's it's interesting for me because like with the story so far i wasn't i wasn't the biggest fan of them but then they released proper dose and it i mean from that year it was one of my favorites and it's still kind of one of the records that has stuck around with me yeah. over those couple of years it's so good and i know a lot of people just see that's yeah a lot of people hate yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> it's weird it, i mean like i get it if you if you're looking for their, you know, original sound, it's not that yeah, at all. Yeah. And I will, I will say it's not my favorite of theirs. I think their self-titled might be my favorite, but I mean, it's up there with them. Mm. Uh, I think it could have been better. It could have been more of what they were going for from the, from the whole process of it. It, to me, it sounds like they were a little confused and the process was really hard, so I don't know if it translated as well as they thought it would, but I still, like, I loved it. Like, I thought it was really unique, it sounded great, and it still slams regardless of, like, how they changed it. Oh, so. totally, totally. There's some there's some killer songs on that. But So do you remember kind of then when you first went, you know, maybe saw a band live or whatever, and were like, I, I could do this, I want to do this, I want to play in a band someday. Can you can you remember a moment or maybe a series of kind of shows or whatever? Oh, it had to have been Warp Tour 2013, maybe it was. I was in middle school at the time. Right. But it was, I went with a few friends. We drove down to St. Louis to visit an old friend of ours. And we all, you know, had tickets for the St. Louis Warp Tour. And it was like, our, it was our first warp Tour. And it was just like the whole environment and like how everyone was so excited. Like there were hundreds of people just like 
it was, it was my first experience, like looking around and seeing everyone like so excited just to be there kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And like, Oh, what bands are you going to see? And then as soon as a band came on, doesn't matter how big they were. It was like, everyone was completely stoked. It wasn't like some sort of, you know, pub that you go to. Maybe there's like three people in the crowd, but like if that pub band was at warp tour, it doesn't matter, you know, who they were, people would be excited. So that was kind of like the first time I was like, this would be really, really fun to do. And did you like, did you play guitar at the time already? Or, or was that kind of what kickstarted you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did it. Nothing serious though. Yeah. So what got you, like, did you grow up in a musical family or was it just like one day? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of my family plays drums. Okay. Um, and then I, I never, I can a little bit, but I never got super into yeah. it. Um, and then also I decided I thought guitar would be cool just cause I thought a lot of like the songs I liked had a very distinct guitar. And mm-hmm. I thought like, man, if, if I could play that, I'd be the happiest person alive. And then <laughs> I would try to learn it. And that's basically how that happens. Yeah. And so, cause you guys, you guys have a bit of, um, like a heavier sound to your music. Yeah. Like you're not a straight up mm-hmm. pop punk band by any means. So uh, what were some of maybe, you know, you mentioned the story so far, obviously, but what were some of the harder bands that kind of influenced you when you were first playing guitar? Um, I was, when I first got into it, it was definitely like, I think Memphis Mayfire was big at the time. Um, They, they like shredded and had some really cool riffs. Yeah. Like, between like 2010 2013 it was like ridiculous um uh trying to remember of course i liked the day to remember back then everyone liked the day to remember (laughs) back then um so yeah i mean those were like especially i feel like a day to remember is really you know relative to or relevant to to us even though we don't really like base out any of our stuff to that at all it's just like you can see there's some influences. Um, but to be honest, cause I, I came in late, um, to the band. Um, I, I knew everybody beforehand and we, we sort of jammed a lot and we had like, we had another band, but we never really like published ourselves. Um, and then I got busy left. It, everything kind of fell through. And then our bassist and uh, writer Peyton, joined and then after that will met formed and then they didn't hit me up until about like a year later so it was after the first ep okay um and then i i tagged along when we were recording anxious body um so so i helped a little bit with that but not much a lot of our older songs were based off of a few ideas that we had written in our previous band but I didn't really have, you know, too much. I wasn't too involved with the writing for the first two EPs. But th- this newest one was primarily Peyton and I. Right, so, right. I was, um, I was, it's funny because one of my questions that I had kind of coming up was sort of, I guess, the, uh, the evolution or progression of your sound as a band and how, you know, like obviously the production has gotten better 
with each EP. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I mean, this EP at this point in time, we've, I think we got two songs out, so we kind of get a little bit of a taste of what it's going to sound like. But but you can sort of hear that growth in the sound. And I was going to say, well, so what what led to that? And I guess the answer is just you joining the band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because our other guitarist left. Right. Uh, just because it. I mean, it's hard being in a band, and you know if if you don't want to be like touring and stuff and then you're in a serious band, you know, he, he took a step back, which we respected. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Peyton and I just wrote the, th- this EP. He, he writes, uh, basically all the vocals. Uh, he's the, he's the bassist and also the, he screams. Yeah. Um, so, you know, him and I just hashed out, you know, over the course of a few months, this this newest EP, still trying to maintain the same sound, but also you know, kind of progress it. And so, yeah, a lot of these, a lot of these guitar parts are a lot harder than the old stuff, and <laughs> I'm kind of kicking myself for it. But <laughs> that's fair. How, so how much? Because I don't. I mean, maybe I read into this wrong, but I was looking, kind of scrolling back through your Instagram. And uh, I believe it was like middle of March or so, obviously right after or right around the time the world was shutting down. Uh, yeah. You, yeah. There, was a, there was a post saying that you guys were heading into the studio. And I can't remember if it was that you're going to write this new EP. Like, so how, much, how many of these songs were written kind of before everything started shutting down and how much was written in the studio itself? So none of it was written in the studio. Um, obviously, Seth, Seth Henderson at abg um he he does a lot of production on it so there are some parts that he you know had his creative you know he he spoke his creative mind on it and it changed a bit but i would say 90 percent of everything was already written beforehand and anything that was changed we didn't know it was going to be changed maybe like maybe like a little bit we kind of you know wrote freely and we're like maybe this will change but let's just put this as you know put this in for now and then it might change later but the rest of it's just like oh yeah that that would be better if we did it this way and then that was seth the producer doing his work but right right right. but yeah it it was all written beforehand okay so right i was gonna say otherwise you know maybe all the songs would have just ended up being about being stuck inside and having to wear masks and stuff (laughs) oh yeah 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 (laughs) very different Uh, well i mean we were we were planning on going into the studio way earlier but um he was uh abg was busy with a lot of other albums at the time which we now found out which albums they were so yeah uh we understand why we couldn't go in. So we had, we had to postpone it a few months. Right. And then, yeah. So when you say like, so when you postpone it, are you saying like middle of March was when it was postponed until, or did it get bumped back even from there? Cause I know. No, we, we wanted to go in, in the winter. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, but I'm glad we didn't, um, we would have rushed the songs cause we, we wanted to book, but we, maybe there was like a song or two that wasn't completed. And then the other songs were like mostly completed. And we, we wanted to book cause we knew, knew we wanted to release early summer. Right. Um, so we contacted them. No way we were able to get in. I think he was like, I think he was working at knuckle puck at the time right, yeah. and state champs. 
we had no idea because obviously yeah. that was not disclosed to anybody <laughs> but we were like ah oh, we can't go in so we we decided to postpone and just focus on focus on the songs then we did proper demos and stuff right. just to help uh seth kind of hear the songs out fully because last time we were not prepared with demos at all um it's a miracle that that ep came out the way it did but uh this time we were way more prepared um and then yeah i mean i'm glad we waited it was was worthwhile yeah like did you guys get delayed at all once you're in the studio because like like i said again going back and looking at that post i think it was like march 14th or whatever is what it was yeah. dated so um and i we yeah i was gonna say i know some bands I, I remember hearing about them getting you know like shut down or put on pause or whatever just because obviously everything was up in the air but or were you guys able to push through so we um we were curious about how it would work and we didn't find out until the day before that we would be doing social distancing in the studio. Right. And we had done a like a week, maybe two week tour. Yeah, in that March. I think it was March, it might have been Yeah. Um right around we made that post. Mm-hmm. Um so right, that's like right as the pandemic was like hitting. So we had been around each other like across the country. Well, at least the the east side for like two weeks right as this was hitting yeah and like we didn't know so we, we got back and you know we figured we we've been around each other so might as well like obviously if you had it i would have it right. yeah because yeah. because we were living in a van together totally. for two weeks um but we found out the day before that we couldn't we had to social distance in the studio which we didn't know how it would work, but it actually worked really nice. Um, Seth was really gracious. He has like a band section in his house where the, the band can sleep down there, right. like completely separate from the family. Um, and then we weren't allowed in the control room, which was weird. We didn't know how that would work. Um, but, you know, he just kept the doors open. We were able to listen in and then essentially we recorded everything in the live room and everyone else was in the, you know, the foyer area and it it actually worked out really well. Uh, but we were a little hesitant at first of how it would work, not being able to be with Seth in the, in the control room, but they worked out for the best. Well, that's good. Let's say that that would feel a little weird to kind of sit back and not be able to really listen to, or at least with... He he monitors really loud, so it didn't matter <laughs> anyway. You could hear it just fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's yeah. too funny. I mean, we were like, we were still like 20 feet, you know, back from him. So it's not like, it's not like we were like rooms away, but... Yeah. Um, yeah. So with this record, like, we, I've only, we've only gotten to hear a couple songs to this point. You got any kind of like, if if you had 30 seconds to sell people on this record this EP coming out, what would you say to them about where Wilmette is going and what, what they can expect? Uh, heavy, catchy flow. Flow. <laughs> if I did sum it down to three yeah, words. Yeah. Yes. Um, Explain flow. <laughs> so Pey- Peyton, um, Peyton loves emo rap. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so we're, we've added some influences 
into a lot of like the vocal melodies and there's a lot of um you you might have noticed in the in the first two yeah. there's a vocal effect in yeah. there the format shifting yeah. the really low pitched stuff yeah. um we've we've added that to kind of you know embrace that too um there's a lot of like chorus on the guitars um and a lot of phaser mm. and i would say that is like a huge focus on this ep um there's still some heavy heavy parts um i wouldn't say that the the two singles really show that but the other ones do well that's fair speaking of singles so your video for adderall how did that come together are you guys are you are you big sci-fi fans or was it uh, someone else's idea that you just went along with uh i wouldn't say we're huge sci-fi i mean we all like sci-fi um but um i know Peyton wanted to do he liked the whole like dune aesthetic um Mm -hmm. he he knew he wanted a crash landing uh, and we were just walking around the dunes and it was supposed to focus around aaron um because once again there was there was that kind of emo rap um influence so a lot of those videos primarily focus on of course the the lead person right. which there usually only is one in this case there's a band yeah. but the whole focus was Aaron walking around the dunes or this alien planet um and then we knew we wanted the ship so we made the ship and like the cockpit and then the whole like the essentially the storyline was kind of made day of because we needed to figure out like how it's all going to tie together and stuff but i wouldn't say that any of us are necessarily like major old school sci-fi fans i i mean we are but i i wouldn't say that was like the heat the biggest influence of it we just wanted to make something cool and unique that's pretty great <laughs> so yeah um maybe a peek behind the curtain who were the are the aliens in the in the shots? Are they guys in the band, or are they people yeah. people you hired? I was an alien. Nice. <laughs> I was an alien. Brompton, the other guitarist, was an alien, and then Aiden and the drummer. And, okay, so which one of you was the one that stuck your tongue out through the mask? That was Brompton. Okay, because it was that was improv, <laughs> and it was great. It's great, but also we were getting camera tests. Uh, that's funny. I say it's great, and, but also at the same and time we ended up putting it in. just gross. <laughs> yeah, we were. We didn't know how gross it was until we watched it back, but we were just getting like test shots yeah. and then he stuck his tongue out. You're like, that's in. It's yeah. got to go in. <laughs> that's That was great. That's too good. That's too good. Um, so I, I thought we could have a little bit of fun because we are going to talk a little bit about an album. Um, I got you to pick an album to talk about, which is from Citizen. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I thought before that, and maybe maybe you can answer these, maybe you can pick or not, but I thought we'd do a little bit of pickums where... I list a couple things, and you just on the spot pick your pick your favorite out of them. They're all all music related, so okay. let's see what happens. Well, it, it just I guess depends on how far you reach back. But um, if you had to pick one, Dude Ranch, Enema of the State, or Untitled Blink, Untitled. All right, and why? <laughs> uh, I liked the um, the range of it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It, it had some like classic Blink, and then it had some new stuff. It really did. How about uh, Dookie, Nimrod, or American Idiot? This might be controversial, but I kind of liked American Idiot so, a lot. Yeah, and also, also a lot of range. Yeah, and I think what's kind of fair 
about that though, because I've had this conversation on on the show before. Is that Green Day? I mean, Blink to an extent too, but obviously Green Day being around uh, on the radio and mainstream longer than than Blink, they've they've had like diff- different, um, distinct eras in the band and like to have such a huge album like american idiot when they did is is pretty incredible but uh how oh yeah the production on that was just insane as well so like like (laughs) yeah um how about clarity bleed american or futures Ooh, i you know what (sighs) (laughs) i'm gonna go bleed american all right that's fair that's fair um, self-titled sticks and stones or catalyst newfound glory. Ooh, I don't, I don't listen to much newfound glory. Um, what's their most popular one? <laughs> if it were me picking, I'd go with self-titled, but that was just my introduction to newfound. Glory. I was thinking that as well. There you, there you go. Um, if only for the artwork even, uh, how about this? Uh, greatest generation, no closer to heaven or sister cities. Sister cities. Ooh, I like it. That's. Yeah. I like, and you didn't lead with the, this could be controversial or anything because yeah. <laughs> so why sister cities out of those three records i don't know i i just also feel like you know the most range the range yeah 100 percent. it's yeah it's so i've only seen the wonder years once and it was on the tour for sister cities and it was just like i mean so i live up in canada so they don't come up here a ton um and just the experience of just the richness of everything that was coming off that album was so yeah. good. So I, yeah. I like it when I like it when a band can like I don't know kind of break their own mold sometimes yeah. and like keep doing like new stuff. But you know, because like if a, if a band just keeps doing their old stuff, then it's like it's never going to be as good unless they change it up a bit. But for sure, yeah. There's a certain richness to that record too i think just yeah. in the only thing the only complaint i think i really have about it is the sound of the drums has always kind of stood out weird yeah i know me. i know they like to do live drums like yeah. i mean everyone does like live drums but um they make it known yeah. it's very natural <laughs> which, which is funny because like normally i'm i'm drawn to like that big like dirty room drum sound and i don't know just on yeah. that record it sits a little weird for me but it's i mean it's something that you get over real quick. I just know the well, first yeah, time so, I heard it. Yeah. Yeah. I was a little taken aback, a little thrown off by it, but yeah. Um, what about this? Uh, real friends, knuckle puck or fireworks? Knuckle puck. Knuckle puck. All right. You're looking for, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm assuming you're looking forward to the new record coming out. Yeah. That, that yeah. bumped to you guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> as soon as I heard two new out, I was like, I was super stoked. I, I fell off a bit for their last record. Yeah. I didn't hate it or anything, um, but I I don't know it. Maybe I was just like growing out of pop punk at that time, right? Um, but Copacetic was like one of my favorite pop yeah. punk albums for sure. Um, it was so good. Uh, okay, last one real quick for these pickums: Four Year Strong, A Day to Remember, or Chunk No Captain Chunk. You obviously Four Year Strong. Okay, I'd say you mentioned <laughs> A Day to Remember earlier. Yeah. Um, I but- I love Four Year Strong. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're good. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, the funny thing is, it's like they span from pop punk like early on and then they're just like rock now, like yeah. heavy rock. And it's like, it's really cool. It's just like a bunch of dads, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like making it, which is great. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's just it, something you can just blast and just like 
headband sure. it's great yeah well on brain pain like the record that came out oh, this year was it's so good yeah it's really good okay so if if you had to pick one track off of brain pain what would you go with um uh, it's the i forget the name i have to remember the lyrics to remember the name um it's second to last song it's either it's either first song on there which uh yeah. it's cool or yeah um uh, second to last song let's see if i can i don't because i don't remember the name off the top of my head it's been a bit but uh usefully useless okay yeah that's that, funny that was I, it. I just searched up brain pain wikipedia and the first thing that comes up is a headache <laughs> 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 of course that makes sense um yeah. yeah no it's cool is for like just a absolute balls oh, yeah. to the wall opener like, that ending so good yeah ah and like just thinking about it right now but my favorite i think off that record's got to be 17 i just love that's i've heard that a lot yeah yeah just I've heard that, a lot of people like that like the guitar riff in the chorus on that song like it's in my head right now now that we're talking about it i'm like oh i'm, I'm singing it all you know all parts of that but um yeah such a good record such a good record so you, I, I asked you for a record that uh kind of played a big influence or just one of your favorites or what have you that you wanted to maybe talk about. And the record that you mm-hmm. picked was everybody is going to heaven by citizen. Yeah, this was actually my first time listening to this album. I listened, <laughs> oh. yeah. Oh boy, so, yeah. Which which was great because we we were kind of in you know contact back and forth, and it was like incredibly last minute. It was like, oh, and this is the album. Like, okay, cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. No, that's okay. And so so I got to I actually listened to it a couple times today, just as I was kind of doing stuff around the house or whatever. And I had listened to it's weird. Yeah, I listened to Youth in the past, and yes. um. And I'll, I'll be honest, I wasn't a big Citizen fan, which would be why, like, as I think I yeah. probably, what, what I did is I went to Apple Music initially um, when I first would have listened to them. And obviously, like, Youth has, when you look on top songs on Apple Music, most of them are off of Youth. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just go click on Youth and I'll listen to that album. And it just, it didn't capture me. But this record for sure did. Now, did this come before or <laughs> after Youth? No, this was this is their second album, for okay. full-length album. Yeah. And so... I mean, there's there's a lot that's going on here, but why don't why don't you share kind of what it is about this record that you love? 
Yeah, what's interesting is that it's it's probably not even like I would say my favorite record by them. Right. Um but it was the most interesting to me and it kind of like rubbed off on me the most. Um just the way that they take chords and just by changing they'll play like a single chord and then they'll change a note in that chord right or like just the order of the notes and it completely changes like the voicing of the chord right and then by doing that as well it creates like its own voicing to where you almost don't even need the vocals to know what the vocals would sound like mm. or what the song would be about they're able to like to to make a song just instrumentals and then you'd almost be able to like oh, the song's about this, the vocals would sound like this. And then, of course, the vocals are great, but if you were to take them out, it would almost be, like, it would be very similar. And I just kind of took that with me. Um, So a lot of the rhythms, like the rhythm guitars that I write now, they're never just, like, bar chords or power chords. Um, I always, like, and I'm never just straight up and down strumming. Um, It's always adding these, like, unique voicings that, kind of add like a melody to it and i think that's that's a lot of this newest ep i think that's awesome yeah it's it's funny that you brought up kind of like the the instrumental you know like the music in connection with the vocals which obviously is what you know makes the songs but uh do you know are you are you familiar with anthony fantano no so he's um like he's a a youtube music review guy and he's probably it's probably one of the top viewed or or whatever, and uh, he he reviewed this album because I think if I understand okay. correctly, yeah, if I understand correctly, his like background is kind of in like the punk world, post hardcore, that sort of thing. So every does now he then, sit in his car when he does? Does he no, like sit in his car when he's okay? No, he's different kind of. Yeah, different guy. This, he Anthony Fantano. He sits in front of like his record shelf or whatever, and he I don't know. His tagline is these is uh, he's the internet's busiest music nerd, <laughs> which is. You either love him or hate him, but anyway, he in reviewing this record, he <laughs> just was like, "It's I don't I don't get it. Like the music yeah. isn't doing anything interesting enough, and the vocals are just kind of there. It sounds like they're there because they need to be there. Like the yeah. you know the band was going, this is what makes a song, and so it was interesting. Like listening to you know his review, and I was like, it's ob- like it's not that because what I find with this album and I think I got to listen to it all the way through like two or three times today like not a full like sit down and you know pay attention to every single note played sort of thing but um, I, I listened through it a few times and I just feel like records like this they you know they're going more for you know creating a mood maybe uh, than, that's exactly it it's like a vibe yeah, it's almost like yeah. a soundscape but then just not going, necessarily a, so open yeah and, and instead yeah. of just going like this is a collection of 10 or 11 songs it's you know they I, I didn't get close like enough time to kind of look in and see you know if lyrically there were any kind of like recurring themes that they had going through the record or not but because i feel like a lot of times with with albums like this where you know you almost just put it on and let it do its thing um, a lot of times lyrically they're also sort of doing that same thing right where they've got whether it's a full concept album or they just have um, you know recurring themes that kind of weave their way through it but there was just like times where I'd be listening to it and you know all of a sudden I'd, I'd have to stop doing what I was doing and be like oh this is like this is really good what's happening right now <laughs> right like, yeah just their yeah. ability to do that was 
was incredible. Which not that these bands sound the same at all, but that was sort of one of the things when I was first getting into the Wonder Years, going back going back to them. Uh, it was when like I got I was late pretty late to the boat with them. Um, and it was when No Closer to Heaven was out, and I was just had it on, and then like stained glass ceilings came on, and you know it was just playing in the background. And I had to just like stop and be like what is this? Like, this is incredible sort of thing. And so there's a few moments and, and the moments on this record were more so on like their songs that would get, you know, a little more mellow, maybe might be the way to, to describe them. But yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of moments also where it's not even like, what is this? This is like amazing. A lot of it's like, what is this? Are they (laughs) allowed to do this? Like in the song, (laughs) like this is like, there's a lot of like sour moments that it's just like, it's almost distasteful, but it's like the yeah. audacity of them to like put that in there is just like uh, it's very gritty too, which I kind of yeah. I enjoy too. I mean, like the easy sort of description for this record, if people haven't heard it, is it's basically you know like a um, emo with heavy doses of grunge and shoegaze sort of stuff. It's going very on. grunge, yeah, yeah. Like the, there yeah. are there are times on the record where I was reminded of some like actually some brand new albums here and there but it's like with more of a nod i felt to like 90s grunge or post grunge uh, yeah also it's yeah it's also interesting because it's like they prove that you can be like heavy without down tuning and having breakdowns right because it's like it's kind of heavy but it's slow and it's not a ton of screaming it's just like evil sounding but like (laughs) the way they're able to like set a vibe without you're yeah. following the mold of the other vibes that it's it's, it's, it's a little I, don't know. I just think it's very interesting yeah it's a little sludgy at times <laughs> yeah yeah, like yeah. It, it yeah it's it's got a very cool feel so i just it was i was kind of intrigued because as i was looking into it that anthony fantano his review is one of the first things that came up and i was like man i haven't i haven't watched yeah. one of his videos in a while i wonder what he has to say about it and i was kind of like yeah <laughs> i think he just like a swing and a miss on that one but um yeah. i mean at the same point you know to each their own sort of thing right not everyone's gonna yeah. like everything that that you like or that i like or whatever but so that's oh yeah cool. i i fully understand that not a lot of people like that album but <laughs> i thought it's, it was really interesting so you know yeah and well, i took it, away some it's always worth talking about something that also kind of like personally changes you in a way. So you talked about like the yeah. way you play guitar now, a lot of that is, you know, kind of rooted in, in what you heard here. Yeah. And we know in no way sound like yeah. that album, totally, but totally. yeah. I wouldn't be playing the way that I do now if it weren't for that. So yeah, no, that's, that's pretty incredible. Well, man, this was, this was a lot of fun. I always like checking out. Yeah new music or even sometimes you know bands that i'm fam- somewhat familiar with but haven't really given a deeper dive to because then it just becomes i force myself you know like there there are some records or some bands that are growers more so than anything and so yeah it's nice to be able to sit down sometimes and go no i, I even if it's just for one day <laughs> if it's yeah. just last minute actually sit down and listen to something but so no yeah. thanks for thanks for taking the time to do this and super pumped Absolutely. about yeah, I, I, we never mentioned throughout this whole thing, I just realized that uh, the new record coming out is your self-titled EP. Yes. <laughs> so if people are looking yes. for it. Um, and uh, it's out on Mutant League Records, is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is quite possibly the, uh, I mean, one of the best record label names going right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, they're great. Yeah. We love I, them, yeah. I, I did mean to share, too, actually, how I first um, 
heard about you guys is is I believe I think I was on Apple Music one day and I was actually listening to hmm. a former label mate of your guys's because I think they've moved on now but Belmont yes um, Belmont and, yeah and it it said uh, you know you know, listeners also enjoy this and so Will met, like you guys came up and I was like oh what is this and anxious yeah we was, we heavily got compared to Belmont for a yeah, very very long and, time. It's well, it's interesting too because, and, and maybe that's sort of as the evolution of the band kind of goes. Because when I first put it on, I was like, okay, yeah, I can see why, you know, Apple Music would be recommending, you know, I listen also being on the same label. And are you guys from somewhat the same area? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, because Belmont's like the actual area yeah. is like 40 minutes from us. Okay. So. Um, yeah, same same area generally. Yeah. I mean, we're all like forty minutes apart. There's a lot of, I mean, like Knuckle Puck, Real Friends, Belmont. Yeah. We're all like an hour apart. So right. Um, and oh, but I was gonna say like their sound kind of. I don't even know how to explain their sound really. Like, I mean, obviously pop punk with some heavier elements as well, but they also kind of get yeah. a little genty, maybe. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But yeah, I I, uh, I appreciate kind of like the more melodic side that i think you guys tap into with some similar sort of like you said the comparisons were there some similar sort of vibes but definitely doing doing your own thing so uh yeah looking forward to looking forward to the new ep coming out and um eventually you just gotta you gotta do a full length at some point so (laughs) yeah i i don't think we're gonna be doing any more eps for a Uh, while so uh that would be a next step if we're doing anything I was kind of laughing because as I went through, because it's the this is your third EP that's coming out, correct? Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, each one progressively in in length got is getting longer. I mean, this one I think you have an extra song, so it's it's bound to be longer. Yeah. But but the last two I think were five each. But I was like, oh, it's like fifth. I think it says like thirteen <laughs> minutes and then fifteen minutes and then this one's like seventeen minutes or something like that. I'm like, well, there yeah. we go. We're getting up. There. Yeah, we're, we're gonna, gonna have win. an album in like four EPs. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There you go. This is whatever it takes, right? <laughs> yeah. There you go. Well, man, thanks again so much for doing this. This is good. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. So, yeah, I blew myself up. Best guess, I forgot to account for the excess oxygen that I've been exhaling when I did my calculations because I'm stupid. Stupid.